We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. Won't you come to your body? This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Well, hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry. For the greater good. Oh, oh, sorry. It's okay. I was close. I was yeah. closer this time. No, you're fine. You're I just. Mean, I'm getting there. Yeah. No. I mean, you... it just it'll, it'll take me a few more months, but I'll get there eventually. <laughs> yeah. You need you need uh, a few more years of practice. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Six is not enough, apparently. Uh, apparently. Uh, cool. <laughs> this is episode something. I don't know. I'm not looking at my script. This is episode 283, and tonight Holy we're crap. talking about nine. What? Uh, our ninth episode? What not, was that? Nine. Not. It was about nine. nine? Yeah, it's it's. The, you, it's mean, you mean no in German? No. <laughs> uh, nine. It's the um, <laughs> it's the sequel sequel to seven. Oh, okay. Yeah. They skipped they skipped the eighth one because it's kind of like Star Trek where you just kind of. Yeah, 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 go, yeah. Go in, this, in this case, the odd ones are the good ones. One. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or if I you're see. if that you're Star sense. Wars, it, it's only the. <laughs> uh, one's not made by JJ or something. I don't know. Anyway, there you go. Uh, I can't remember that. Whatever. Andrew, uh, I'm Sean Allred, and joining <laughs> me tonight is Andrew. Don't forget to don't forget to zip up your chest, Jimison. I forget to zip up a lot. Yeah, zip it. Is that, is that a problem when you, as you're teaching our children, our youth? Oh, to put it that way. <laughs> No, I just noticed you're wearing Beats headphones. Look at you, high high profile. I know he's high, a high roller, in this high room. roller guy. Look at you. Yeah, they're not all that great. I don't like them that much. Oh, well, give them to Sam, so, and then and the microphone because he needs both yeah. of those things. I'll, I'll, I'll take. Uh-huh. Yeah, we need we need to get Sam a microphone. We should almost start a GoFundMe just so Sam can get a real microphone. Oh, <laughs> and speaking of Sam, Sam artillery shell to the face vector. Why not? Right? Yeah. And I, I, I see what you've been doing lately. You've been trying to take the thunder from me. Sure. But I would just, just uh, my goal for this movie. Yeah. Would be just to put you in front of the uh, big red eye thing. Sure, I get that. No, I understand. Yeah. I, 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 I steal your soul. Oh, I'm although with you. I haven't made that joke in a long time, but. Do gingers have souls? I don't know. We we haven't figured that out yet. Um, okay. Yes. No, actually, <laughs> I was, it's funny because when I was doing like a look back, um, going back through some of our old episodes for our um, sixth anniversary, I, I it made me remember that every episode, Chad was Chad something to the face Evans. Like anytime there was any kind of violence <laughs> in the movie, it was to the face, to Chad. Yeah. And I've kind of missed that. So that's why I've been kind of bringing it back towards you. Of, oh, okay. of of just kind of that that tradition of um, of whatever, and in this case, they literally hit the thing in the face with an artillery round um, from about yeah, with about six feet away from it, and somehow it still was able to walk and destroy. So anyway, so let's yeah. pull up a comfy chair and dive into nine. Um, Ten. I, I I gotta be honest, I hate the name of this movie. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. it's so awkward. It's it's just so awkward just to say nine. I mean, like seven, I don't know why, maybe because it's two syllables. I don't know. It just seven doesn't feel as awkward as nine. Like again, I like you're you're making the joke am I saying no in German, but it sounds like yeah. that I am. Yeah, that's true. And so I just I don't I don't know what you could have called this thing besides nine. Like I don't know. Um Yeah. Uh I don't know. Oppenheimer's greatest fear or something. I don't know. But I nine. Weird. Anyway, so let's do this thing. We're gonna do this. This is two thousand nine's nine. Two thousand nine's nine. Gosh. 
directed by Shane Acker. 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 Uh, he is mostly known for he's a visual effects dude. Mostly. Um, yeah, mostly. He did um he was an animator for uh Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. Um he did uh Total Recall, Journey Two, The Mysterious Island, Monster Roll, Oz the Great and Powerful, forty seven Ronin. Uh he has directed, however, um a couple of shorts. Well, actually they're all shorts except this film. Uh, he did something called Plus Minus, uh, The Short Nine, uh, The Astounding Talents of Mr. Grenade, and The Hangnail. So, Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but when you look at this thing, you, you, you immediately think, oh, did, did Tim Burton direct this movie? Right. And uh, he's a producer of it. And you can well, he's you, also the one that's found the short that this is based on. Yeah. Yeah, so, and he, uh, you know. yeah, and he also put. They got some funding behind it and got some really decent uh, voice actors. I mean, some really good voice actors, and mm. uh, yeah, no, don't don't uh, yeah, Christopher Plummer is good. Oh and, yeah, he's and, great, and John C. Riley is good too. Oh, he's wonderful. What about uh, you? Just not, don't not Mr. Ferdo. You just don't like Elijah Wood, do you? I don't like Elijah Wood. No, no. Yeah. that's fine. Jennifer Connelly is good too. So I like him. In, in, in Lord of the Rings, you didn't like Elijah Wood? No, I didn't like him in that either. Oh my gosh. Really? Yeah, there's something about him. No. Uh, he's too mousy or something. I don't know. Interesting. <laughs> I mean, I guess that kind of fits for a hobbit, right? Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, but not Frodo. Who would you want in that role, though? Who? Who's yeah, who would you put? Who's in that role? Who in 2003 would be in that role? Toby Maguire? Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks? Hanks. (laughs) Joe Pesci. And you know what? I'm okay with Tom Hanks in that role. I don't think Tom Hanks fits that role at all. Tom Hanks would fit any role you give him. But like, you stop it. But no, Frodo is not a real person. That's the problem. It's like he only plays real people. Uh, Well, what? Frodo's not real? Oh, well, uh, maybe it is. I don't know. Uh, okay, so yeah, let's do this thing. So we're going to do... Well, first I'll let Andrew tell us, what is this movie, The Numerical Nine? A ragdoll <laughs> awakens in a post-apocalyptic future and holds the key to humanity, yeah, humanity's salvation. Sorry. Okay. Does he, though? Hey, I don't think he realized he had a key. And is it right? humanity's salvation? Up. Well, I thought humans were gone. Well, see, that's the thing that the movie's supposed to... And that's the big question of the movie that I'm still not 100% clear on. Is is that that thing there? Because at the end of the movie, there's a little bit of dialogue where they're like, the world is ours, we're humanity's hope, hope or something like that. I don't, I don't remember what it is. But like... I, uh, but I, that's what I'm confused about. All right. Anyway, so we're going to talk yeah. about this movie. Um, ooh. Ooh. All right. Gosh. It's oh, still he's, going. He's inceptioning. <laughs> he's he's got to make sure he's in the right dream. Yeah. Sorry. It's all right. <laughs> as long as your top still works, we're good. So Sam, yep. let's uh, let we'll let let you uh, lead off with your five word review for this movie. Oh sure. You know I've got my 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 five word review. Um, <laughs> my big one is living sacks create many questions. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And I then, like that. And then my I don't quite have five words in this one, but. Uh, this one's humanity sucks once again. Sure. Yeah. No, I got you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they like this. Fine. It, it, it's, you're right. It just doesn't, there's so many weird questions this, this raises in terms of, I understand that this guy put his soul into the glove things. Yeah. They're, right? ho- they're horcruxes, right? But yeah, but why are they waking up at different times and why? Why, I, you know, were they all experiments that nine was the last one? I, I just don't understand. Um, what was the point of it, I guess? Right? Uh, uh, I, I just was, uh, there's so many questions in this movie. Well, like, um, I mean, yeah, like, here's, here's, here's some questions. I think I know the point. At least I know his, the, the doctor's point. Um, but, uh-huh. but to your question, <laughs> Why are they different woken up? Because, like, 
one makes it seem like he's been doing this for years. For forever. Yeah. He's, he's this wizened like, old dude. He's been there for forever. And it's like, how long has he been doing his soul thing? Right. You know, has he been siphoning it off ever since the master computer uh, took over? I mean, I, like, what's the timeline there? Because it <laughs> it doesn't make sense that they would be no. so spread apart. They, I feel like they should all kind of wake up in the same room. Yep. Um, no, and that and that's it. And, I mean, it, the only way the story could make sense is if, if they all woke up separately. Let's, let's just admit that first. But I, I just, I don't know. Um, I thought it was visually interesting, but yeah. yet still, still the... Um, the animation was not quite there. Uh, I could, because I do Photoshop a lot. I could tell when they were simply liquefying the sacks to create the the looks on the faces, and it's just it was kind of a cheap effect uh, in my mind. Okay. So, um, and and that's only because I knew that I you know if, if I'm looking at this in a story perspective, um, it's just it seems like it's been told already. Well, I wonder, I mean, I, okay, we'll, we'll get to me in a second. Andrew. Sock puppets, crazy Nazi robots. <laughs> <laughs> Yours is actually pretty close to mine, which is funny. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, that's, that's where I am on this one. Uh, right? Crazy Nazi robots and sock puppets. That's all I got. I don't know why you're waiting on me to say more. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> well, typically we talk on a podcast, so, you know. No. I mean, I can see your face, so I know that you have a, an inquisitive look. You're, you're, you're trying to uh, chew on your thoughts, so to speak, um, and peanuts. But, skittle. Oh, oh, Skittles, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I... I <laughs> I think that's that's as far as I could go with this. I, yeah, right. I mean, it, I guess it's an interesting thought or or a story. Um, I, I don't quite understand it. Um, and as far as this being an animated film, you know, my kids saw me watching. They're like, "Can we watch that?" And I said, "You wouldn't like it." And well, I thought it was pretty intense. I I don't think I would show it to my girls. No, 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 and. and and it, it, well, it wasn't the fact that it was really intense. It was just I don't think they would enjoy it. I don't uh -huh. think it's made for kids. I think yeah. it's an adult movie. Um, without I thought, being overly adult. Yeah, I thought some of the visuals were were a little above my kids in terms of the souls being sucked out of these dolls was pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean, I, if I would have had time, I would have actually watched this with my seven year old. So I, I wasn't worried about that, but again, I think he would have been bored. Yeah. That's what Cause I'm there's saying. no, yeah. there's no yeah, humor yeah. There in was, this movie. There wasn't quite yeah. enough action to, well, the to action's okay, but like, I mean, there's, it's kind of sporadic. I mean, it's all kind of, um, harrowing. It's basically, Go into a place, it's scary, try to escape the place. And then we got to go back to the yeah. place, and it's scary, so we have to leave the place. I mean, they do that like three times. And well, <coughs> sorry, I don't think that they, I don't think that I care about them enough yeah. to, to care what happens to them, to any of them. Yeah. That that's, and that's kind of one of my, my problems. And here, here's a weird thing about this movie. One, so this movie was based off a short that had no dialogue. Uh, it was all mm -hmm. visual, short, like twenty minute, thirty minute short, and you know they they turned it into the uh, to a feature. But I mean, to call it a feature, the movie's only like an hour and ten minutes long. It's not very long, uh, even it as felt a lot longer. Uh, it's yeah. hour and nineteen. That's including credits, opening and closing credits. So, for no, for me, it felt really short because again, I, I I watched this while I was doing chores. Um, so maybe I didn't give this movie the, the, the respect that it deserves, but I had also already seen this in the theater. Um, but I was just as confused this time as I was then. Um, I just, I like, this is definitely a movie, and we've talked about this in the past, where like the sum of its parts are better than the whole. 
or sometimes okay. the whole is better than some of the parts. I like a lot of the little things in this movie, but it makes a bad movie. I like the look of the movie. I like mm-hmm. the the dirty, gritty, post-apocalyptic feel. I love the times, the time frame. It's sometime in the. Okay, I'm going to go a little history nerd on 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 people, but <laughs> the, obviously this is in some kind of alternate reality, right? Where it, the, it's clearly supposed to be Germany because the guy refers to him as the Chancellor, right? So that's right. what Hitler called himself before he was the Führer, and. Yeah. And the the sanctuary they're in is Notre Dame, so this is clearly occupied France. But oh, I didn't I didn't catch they were in Notre Dame. Yeah, and I only know that because of the trivia. I didn't know that oh. because I watched again. This is my second time viewing, and I didn't. And I should have asked. This is your first time for both of you guys, right? Right. Uh, second time, but the first time I wasn't paying attention. That's fair. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they're in Notre Dame. So obviously, this is like occupied France. And this is, um, uh, I guess, a German. Uh, I think he's supposed to represent um, the Lollipop Guild. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice. He creates the Lollipop Guild. Actually, I think they actually yeah. use lollipop sticks. Maybe I don't know. Uh, he's. I think we he's supposed represent to represent the Lollipop Guild. The Lollipop Guild. The Lollipop Guild. Is that is that for the benefit of your wife who's only seen The Wizard of Oz? A billion times. Yeah, yeah I know. Um, yep. I think he's supposed to be Oppenheimer, right? Because he's not Einstein. I don't think he's Einstein. No. I think he's supposed to be Oppenheimer, and there's more trivia to back that. And he invents the machine, right? That, uh, And that's a trope, right? We invent a machine so powerful that it eventually becomes sentient and then takes over the world kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And in this case, it's like little... Gatling gun wielding Adat walkers or whatever. And mm-hmm. so I like the look of them. I kind of like the steampunk feel. I like steampunk stuff. I like the look of it. So, and I like the little rag dolls. Though back to your point, Sam, about yep. why, why do they wake up different times? Why do they look different? Why wouldn't he make them all out of the same thing? I mean, right. I mean, yeah, I wondered that too. It kind of looked like they were just, or I also thought, well, maybe, you know, they were fixing each other up. Yeah, you know, if something happened to two, maybe one stitched him up with whatever was laying around. I'm good with that. Yeah. I'm good with the idea but, like one... But we don't know that. I'm just assuming. Yeah, one dude lost his eye when the, the the cat thing attacked, and so therefore he has a metal plate on his noggin. I'm fine with that. But like, why are why are the twins gloves? They're, mm-hmm. they're gardening gloves. And why do they... Why are they twins? And why do they have projection power? I mean, do they have little yeah. mini hard drives inside? Uh, and and little mini film projectors. Um, I just anyway. So my five word review is sentient sock puppets save humanity with a question mark. Ooh, say that five times fast. Uh, uh, no, I probably I probably can't. <laughs> sentient sock puppets save humanity. Yeah, I'm good with the two. I've I've said it correctly twice now. I'm gonna I'm gonna it stop on a win. You're gonna leave there. Okay. So my my, my 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 point back to my history point was that the uh, the tanks that they show in the background are very clearly World War One era tanks. Yeah. And the vehicle that they take the light bulb out of to make his little staff of light was very much a 1920s era vehicle. So this kind of led yeah. me to think that this is kind of a post World War One where Germany wins that war and is continuing to increase its power and blah, blah, blah. And therefore they create this thing and whatever. So there's your little bit of a history lesson that I think this is like pre world war, world war two. And the plane that was crashed into the church kind of looked kind of like that also, but, Mm -hmm. (coughs) Oh, excuse me. Sorry. I didn't get the button. But that's not the point. The point is that is that. So let's go to the the ultimate question. How? Okay. Yes. So the doctor puts his soul into these these little dudes, right? <laughs> uh huh. And he has a mach- he has a technology to do that, and I'm okay with the magic behind it. I'm okay with that. Whatever, it's fine. Um, 
And again, why he he makes them here. Okay, here's the biggest. Honestly, this is the biggest issue with the movie. My personal opinion. This is the biggest issue in the entire movie. We 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 save everyone time and I think lives if the doctor and his brilliance just puts the little um, video player for nine on the desk in front of him. Mm-hmm. Instead, he's holding it, and he knows that when he sucks his last of his soul into nine. He's going to fall over and drop the box and Nine's not going to see it. If he sees yep. that and opens it immediately, then he knows not to put the little disc of destiny on the machine. You know, like Okay. Then like he knows, "Oh, this is the thing that I need to do to to save the people." Like to 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 you know what I'm saying? Like but then again, mm-hmm. I guess but without that thing, then it doesn't collect the souls of the people that uh, of the other guys. So this doesn't make sense. I don't understand the doctor's plan. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, no, you're right. I don't. What's what is the plan? Is the plan just to have these nine sentient gloves? Are they gonna? Are they supposed to restart humanity? That's what it seems like. But like, according according to the end, right? Well, the end. So the the five souls, the five that get sucked into the thingy, right? And then at the end, he 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 does the uh, up down left right code, and they get ejected into the sky, and then like merged with the clouds. And when it rains, it shows the raindrops with like little ghost particles in it. So that makes me think that his soul is now in the planet, and that's somehow going to bring people back or something. Oh, I thought it was just. I thought it was there wasn't rain. Honestly, I thought it was acid rain. <laughs> I was expecting to see the little glove people start to wilt and like melt away, but you know. Well, and that's another thing: the chemical that comes out mm-hmm. is green, right? What, that mm-hmm. kills everything. Yeah, oh yeah, the gas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The gas. Yeah, that's. I mean, because I thought legitimately that that was what it was too. So I I took it as the ghosts are now part of nature. Like the spirits have gone up. His part of his soul, I should say, have, has gone up into the clouds, and then they explode for some reason, because <laughs> movies do that, I guess. And then now and it's, it's it, and now it's rain. Explodium, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and so then like it starts raining, and of course there's the visualization of a finale, new beginning. Rain brings new beginnings. We're going to wash away this earth of metal and death, and we're going to start over. And yeah. because his soul is going to be in the, in the earth, then there's your building blocks for the next version of earth. Okay. But, yeah, that's the only thing I can think of. But like... so I, the, I kind of... Maybe I, the second time I viewed it, I viewed it almost like a um, watching Wally, right? I yeah, thought it was, I thought it was well. rain. Yeah, I thought it was rain that was coming to to help plant life and start life again. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. Like that's yeah. what the rain is doing. But because the rain literally has bits of his soul in it, that's what's doing it. I, but, but again, you. but the whole the whole plan only works if someone nine is willing to suck in at least some souls. Right. Yeah. Because if Nine wakes up, sees a little device, and immediately goes to the guys and like, hey, I have this device. Great. What does it do? Well, it sucks Poops us all. Out, uh, yeah. It sucks us all back in. To I'm saying, like, I don't understand the plan. What's the point? Unless his plan was just to have nine sentient gloves to now rule the earth. That doesn't seem very <laughs> forward thinking. Especially since, I mean, do gloves reproduce? I don't know. I mean, can you make a right a, another Is there, sock? like smaller gloves? That's like kid gloves. <laughs> kid gloves. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't. I don't know. This is it's weird. Right? Does <laughs> okay. Here's a here's a blue joke. So if they're gonna have sex, do they put like a rain <laughs> glove on? Good <laughs> galoshes. Yeah. Or a uh, latex glove. Yeah, latex. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I can't believe I just. Oh, I just I don't I yeah. don't I don't get the plan. I don't get the point. I don't get the yeah. 
I'm the, right there with you. It doesn't make sense. It, it doesn't make sense. It just does not make sense. And I, I don't know. I just, anyway, I, I'm looking for my clip and I can't find it. Oh, here it is. Not a great plan. Yeah. See, even Tony Stark's <laughs> agree. I just nice. Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe someone listening has seen this movie a dozen times and has seen the short and has read about it and knows. You know, this is their third favorite animated film of all time. Maybe and maybe they know things that I don't I don't understand. But well, I don't. And I did read on on the web on the IMDb that uh, somebody's review said this is definitely a movie you want to watch multiple times to catch everything. But my my idea of a movie should be that you could watch it one time and yeah. get it. Or, or like the Marvel, where you watch it one time and you enjoy it, but you can watch it extra times to pick up something new. Exactly. Let's, it's like th- those extra things aren't necessarily, you, you don't have to do them. But if a director gives me homework, then it's, <laughs> it's too much. That's perfectly it, yeah. Well, and it's, it's exactly right. It's funny you, you say that, Andrew, because that's literally the argument I made for Batman versus Superman, is that after the first viewing, I didn't get it, but people kept saying, well, you need to watch it again. I shouldn't have to. Oh, I agree. Yeah, and so, yeah. And I, I'm, so I'm agreeing with you in this case, that because I've now seen this movie twice, paid attention both times. Again, I saw this in the theater in '09. Uh, and now, and I, I'm still kind of confused at the the point and the plan and the execution of it. I mean, I just, uh, I mean, it's kind of a cool action story. I mean, there's some neat things. And again, the, the big mm-hmm. evil robot's very visually kind of cool. And that it, you know, it's ta- attached to this building and somehow All the, the little... arms it has. And, yeah, yeah, and somehow the soul device is also its power source, which is kind of weird. Um. That's kind of a trope, right? Like a small thing well, powers. I thought, it, of, I thought the soul thing was where he could make more red-eyed things. I guess, but I mean, it's what turned him What's on, that? right? Yeah, yeah, it did. yeah, and 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 also it activated him. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, and uh, so I just I don't know. I just <laughs> and like is is like that little soul thingy powering the entire plant. I mean, like this factory is now yeah. working again. I mean, yeah. So that one little soul created a ton of of energy. Is what I took out of it. Yeah, but he hadn't had a. Oh yeah, he did. He did steal number two soul like first off. Uh huh. Yeah, but like the but who? So who did number two work for? <laughs> uh yeah. <laughs> but like I guess wonder I wonder what created the little weird dinosaur cat thing that was that they first encountered. I wonder what was that just left over from the other That's what I would guess. Yeah, like yeah. those are those are out there if the if the gloves could have offed all of those things then they would have been safe. Yeah. Is my is my take on that. Yeah. No, I got you. Um I wonder no, uh, I just I like I like one of the other things that I do like is the idea that he splits his soul into nine parts and that each part has is a different kind of personality because that's okay. kind of how it should be I would think you know one is the um one's the brave one's the leader the wise and leader one's the cautious the, the two are the curious bookworms um the one is the muscle uh, mm-hmm. One's the creative inventor. Um, nine is just kind of the the brave slash curiosity kind of a thing. I mean, he he kind of is Frodo, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, so again, those those parts I liked. I liked the honestly. I liked the look of them. Again, I mentioned that earlier. I like the steampunk. Well, it's the steampunk. Yeah, yeah I, and yeah. I just like and, that. And how everything is put together. And yeah, no, that's that's always. I, I'm right there with you. With I wonder if you could buy. One of those things, you know. What a glove! A, yeah. a living glove. Yeah, well, a living I one. Think that's slavery. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, I don't know if you'd want that. I don't give it a give it a sock and turn it free. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> uh, nine <laughs> is a free sock. <laughs> yeah, some people have made them. Oh, some of these are really good. Oh wow. 
Yeah, I'm on. And I'm, maybe maybe that's the appeal. Maybe maybe it's the steampunk community that saw this and was like, "Ooh, I like it." How to make the nine doll from the movie in six steps? The version that they have here is terrifying. It is not good. I'm just. Gonna, oh really? Yeah, yeah. As you're, in creepy or? Uh. <laughs> yeah, it's a little creepy. I mean, like if you if I said, "Hey Andrew, here you go," I think you pick it up and throw it away. Mm. <laughs> it 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 looks really weird. Um, there's some others that are really good though, and and, and I I kind of want one. Andrew, uh, Sam, think you can 3D print me a glove? <laughs> uh, yeah, I probably should. Now I'm super, I can do all sorts of fun things. Now I'm super interested in this. This is kind of cool. All right. Anyway, I can go down a weird rabbit hole with that. I just think those are li- really cool. I don't know. There's. I'm not a big collectible of movie things like this. Yeah. Um, but if I had the money, the disposable income to do it, the first purchase I would buy would be a um, Iron a Giant. Velociraptor. No, an Iron, oh. an iron Giant. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, that would be. You know, there's a giant one in the in the back of um, tested uh, the the guy from um, what's his ah Glee uh, not Glee Club MythBusters. Oh yeah, it's the um, online show um, where build one day builds. Yeah, no, Adam he, Adam it, Savage. Adam Savage, mm-hmm. and he's got a giant one in the back of his shop. Like you can see it when he's talking to the camera, kind of explaining what he's doing. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'd check that out if you get a chance. I I, I definitely will, because um, that sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Adam Savage is one day built one. I bet build... he built one in one of his one day builds. Well, he built the um, the bolt, the little the little bolty mm-hmm. bolt thing. That's really cool. Um. Yeah, the the movie when the movie came out on Blu-ray, you could buy uh an, the one of the action figures of him. There's a couple of them here like uh here's a uh a decast a 1/12th scale action figure for only $100. Oh, but only he, 100. But he looks 1/12th? Yeah. He looks great. Well, he's he's still like giant though. 1/12th of 100 feet is still pretty big. Yeah. I don't know how... Right? Yeah, I'm trying to see actually how tall it is. It doesn't say. But anyway. Uh, anyway, my point is that was... I, I'm just curious. What would you guys... If you could have one collectible that you would... Like, your pride, like you're going to start your collectible collection and it's going to be the centerpiece of your collection that's not like... I don't mean... Like, like, like if I could really choose money's no option, I'm going to get the original Enterprise. You know what I'm saying? Like, the one that they... <laughs> yeah. the, the one that's at the Smithsonian. I'm not saying that. Like, one that you can buy... Right. Oh, that you can buy. That you can actually buy. But I'm just curious if you had, you know, the, the disposable income, like what would it be? Well, you know me. I mean, I'm, I'd go straight for Jurassic Park. Like but find, I, don't, I don't know. If, yeah, find some like, I, um, like a, like a mold or something that they use for the movie or something like that. Wouldn't? Yeah, or or the, you know, the, yeah, anything. Yeah. Um, I saw a. Uh, Wow. I saw where you can take a barbasol can and mm-hmm. 3D print it to look exactly like the movie from the inside. Oh yeah, where you get what pop right out, you know, and yeah. do exactly what it did in the movie. That's awesome. I was like, ooh, I want to do that. Yeah, I, I can totally see that. And so someone's like, Sam, why is there a shaving cream can on your desk in your office? And you're like, let me show you my uh, Dino DNA. Exactly. I could I could see Andrew. I could see your wheel spinning. If yeah. I were if I were to guess, it would be the control the remote controller for the DeLorean in Back to the Future. Oh, there you go. Just the remote. That's a, yeah, that's a pretty good one. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you can't either have the that, actual DeLorean, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like either that or a uh, a Ghostbusters uh you know. Oh, a proton pack? Proton pack, yeah. Yeah. There you that, go. That'd be sweet. Like a like a like a full like movie replica kind of thing. Like a oh, prop, yeah. prop I, Listen, I, this new... Go, I know this is way off topic. Uh, who cares? This new Ghostbusters movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I literally was watching the, the trailer mm-hmm. in the theater. We went to see Jumanji 2, and uh, I I had I was emotional. Yeah. 
because <laughs> I love Ghostbusters that much. Oh my and gosh. I was so let down by the the previous one. Oh, the with, yeah, yeah, the remake. It was it was terrible, but this one looks so good. And even my kids were like, "Dad, we got to go see that." And then when they said that, to know that my kids, oh, it hit me. Oh, that's, yeah. <laughs> it, and it's funny, Andrew. The, the same thing happened to me. Now, there's something about like the music that's happening and mm-hmm. just the the way that the trailer is made. Um, and it's a it's a true continuation from the first two, right? I mean, it's yes, like the, and that's the, a big deal too. Like the, the kid's dad is um, is Vankman, I think, or Grandpa. It's somebody. Grandpa. Yeah, it's, it's one of the characters. I think no, it's I, I think it's well because there's here's some confusion because one shot there's like a bunch of like petri dishes of mold and stuff, and Egon was the one that collected the molds and spores, but. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan Aykroyd's character talked about how he had to mortgage the sec- the farm or whatever. He had to do add a third mortgage or a second mortgage on the the farmhouse or something to pay for the hmm. the station, and so that's why people think that it's that it's it's um, Dan Aykroyd's character because I don't know if you can ever really see clearly whose name is on the uniform. Um, but you're not wrong, Andrew. I I got emotional too. I'm like. Oh man, I but but uh, my thing is it looks it looks a little like um, a JJ film. Does that make sense? Or at least yeah, the, no, the it does. That and, and that's not a bad thing. Don't tell me it's a. I mean, it's not a bad thing. No, I'm just saying it. Um, the way it looks, it looks like it's done with with intent to be like the first two. Yeah, I, I I I can see that. I mean, Jason Reitman is is directing this. Um, he's he's done some really really good movies. Um. And. Uh, but they're all very different than this. So then this this will feel more like a because his other movies are kind of coming of age movies. Um, I don't know what Labor Day is, but Up in the Air is kind of a coming of age sort of Juno. Thank you for smoking. Mm-hmm. So I mean. They're very different than what he's done. Of course, he oh he was uh, an executive producer on Whiplash. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I don't know why. I ooh, ooh, piece of candy. Yeah, but you're you're not wrong. It does kind of have a, a a JJ kind of feel to it, a Spielberg mm-hmm. kind of feel to it. Mm-hmm. But it also just feels like it's just. It, well, it also feels very much like Stranger Things, but obviously because one of the dudes is in it, the Stranger mm-hmm. Thing kid is in it, the guy that looks like a bird. Uh, well, I hope that it's aw. just a complete love story to Ghostbusters. Yep. Like, I fan service all the way. Just, I hope that's what it is. Well, I mean, Bill Murray, Ernie Hudson, Dan Aykroyd are in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yep. is Sigourney Weaver and Annie Potts. Yeah. And then Paul Rudd. So. Wasn't Bill uh, Murray in it, too? Did I said, you say Bill Murray? I, I did say Bill Murray, yeah. Bill Murray, yeah. Dan Aykroyd, Ernie Hudson. Ernie Hudson. I was really hoping to see Rick Moranis come out of hiding in this movie. But yeah. I know he's, he he's is a family man. Yeah, he's, yeah. yeah. And good for him. Yep. For, uh, Dan Aykroyd's a producer on it, which is cool. Ivan Reitman is also a producer, which is cool. So anyway, I'm looking forward to it. I know this just kind of turned into a, a Ghostbusters uh, uh, <laughs> review. Love fest. But... Um, I'm frankly was more interested in what props you wanted to buy than the movie nine. Yeah. Well, and it just, it, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to stay on this subject for just one more second. Then we'll get back to the movie. So my wife watches the, um, the Hallmark family show, uh, Holman, not Holman garden. What's it called? Oh, I can't remember. She's going to be mad. Home again. No, it's not, it, it, it's a, it's a Hallmark show. And it's a daily show. It's like a daily hour and a half show. And it's called Home and Family. That's what it's called. And so they have actors on every episode as, as guests. And sometimes they're actors I care about and sometimes they're not. Usually they're not. Usually they're just other Hallmark movie people. And I'm like, whatever. Mm-hmm. So anyway, she has one. There's one on and Sarah literally yells from the other room. And she's like, you need to watch this. And so that person does is the host for like an antiques roadshow kind of thing that, that Hallmark produces. And so she's there with the guy, and he walks up with this piece, and it's a framed drawing, hand-drawn drawing 
of the original Enterprise. And the guy looks at this thing and goes, wait a minute. And he's looking at it and he's looking and he goes, if this is what I think it is, he's like, this is like the holy grail of Star Trek collectibles. And she's like, the guy's like, what are you talking about? He goes, this is an original production drawing of the original ship. Like, this is what they drew to, to, to show Roddenberry what the ship was going to look like. Would look like, like yeah. And he's like, how long have you had this? He's like, my dad had it. It's been in the attic. He said, I just thought it was like <laughs> fan art. He goes, no, because you, you he's like, the notes here said like, he goes, well, how much could I get for it? And he goes, just pick a number. He said, the, the Star Trek collectible fandom out there is so, he said, you could, you could sell this thing for thousands of dollars. And he's like, mm-hmm. oh, that's pretty cool. And so I was like, oh, that, that, was, that was neat. So anyway. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Hallmark. There you go. Watch it. Um, no. Okay. <laughs> oh, and I think I mentioned earlier, like my wife was watching it and they had like these guys that created a podcast to just watch Hallmark movies. Oh, and it's like three dudes and, and they're like, they're like us, right? They're just like three dudes that have never watched any of them. And they, they kind of make fun of them, but they're also kind of little reverential, rev, reverential. I don't know. They're being kind of nice to them also. But like the one guy's like, like you, Sam, one guy's a business guy, right? So yeah. like in the movie where they go, hmm, their business is failing. What should we do? I know. We'll sell <laughs> on the internet and all will be good. And he's like, that's, that's not how the world works. And so anyway, they have, they have, they're like the number, you know, five podcast because it's oh all, my gosh. you know, because they have a built-in audience and it's like, God, they were so, yeah. they're so brilliant. If I could have subjected us to that, we'd be, we could have. <laughs> we could only torture ourselves. We could have been on, we could have been. Some shape or form. They were, they were on the Hallmark channel. I mean, we could have been on the Hallmark channel. Oh. I know, right? Man. We're just, we lost out. I we, mean, we did. Too bad. Too bad. Oh, well. We just will have to own our little part of streaming, whatever. Um, I don't know what else to say about this movie, Nine. It's, uh, I know. We're, I think we're avoiding it. I, I kind of am. I just, I don't know. I was kind of excited to watch it again. And then while I was watching it, I just, I kind of got bored. Again, I was I, I was doing chores, which is probably again <laughs> not fair to the movie. Wait, is that against the rules? I don't know, but no. But I mean, I just be honest. I was way more into that weird wizard movie that we watched last week than this. I just was. <laughs> I don't know what it is about that weird movie, yeah. but I was just I was into that way more than this, and I I I, I have no real reason why, but you know, there you go. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and it's just one of these where I can't really put my finger on why I don't like it, or I did like it, or it's just I don't, it is I don't have feeling feelings towards it yeah. at all. It's just bland. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that goes back to the fact that we just didn't care about the characters. Yeah, to be honest. Filmmakers without permits. Sorry. <laughs> what are you doing? I was looking for the. I couldn't remember if I actually captured out where he sings "I am the Wizard of Speed and Time," but I don't have that. Oh dear, I don't have that handy. So instead, I'll play this. There you go. Okay. It was Andrew burping some some years ago. Nice. Um, I played that for my kids. They thought it was the funniest thing they'd ever heard because at first they're like. <laughs> Was that like a lion or something? I said, no, it was my buddy Andrew just burping. Our, just our buddy Andrew. Why did my camera just go off? Oh, thank God. I've been wondering when that was going to happen. That was weird. My camera just turned off. I don't know. Whatever. I'm not going to worry about it. Uh, all right. You ready for some clips? Let's do it. All right. I don't have very many because, frankly, there's not a, there's just not a lot of dialogue. Oh, I turned it off. Uh, there's just not a lot of dialogue that isn't them just going, ah. Get away from the monster. So anyway, mm. here's Christopher Plummer saying some some things. Ever since you got here, everything has been unraveling. You're a curse, a fool, guided by pointless queries. And you are a blind man, guided by fear. You know, listening to you know it what? isolated. You know what? Listening to that. Yeah. Elijah oh. Wood was not the choice for I, that glove. I'm I'm with you. I'm with you, Andrew. I just, yeah. I I. I 
I totally see what Andrew was saying because it, it just it doesn't fit. It just doesn't fit that character. Well, and he's, now that I'm not looking at it, it's yeah. And again, yeah. Elijah's coming off of uh, you know he's just a few years removed from Lord of the Rings. He's still a, a bankable yeah. name. Um, he's I think he's in the middle of doing that Wilfred show or whatever. I think mm. where he's a dog or something. I don't know. So oh, I mean, the other character was the dog, I think, wasn't it? Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, oh, he's in the new. He's the voice in the new Star Wars Resistance TV series. I didn't know that. Oh, that's cool. Oh no. <laughs> I mean, he is. Are you, Poor are you, Andrew. Are you? Uh, no, I'll never be able to enjoy that one. He did some video game stuff. Lord of the Rings. Happy Feet. Yeah, he did a Happy Feet you know, a couple years before this. I think that's why I don't like him as a voice actor, because I hated Happy Feet with a passion. Mm. Oh. I oh. like I like Happy Feet. I think it's fine. No. I, I thought it was kind of fun. Yeah. No. No? They're both wrong. You didn't like the dancing uh, penguins? Well, no, the, they're annoying. And, the, and Robin Williams and his uh, <laughs> he was crazy. Or was he in that one? Yeah, he's the... He's, yeah. He was he's in the, both penguin movies. He was in Surf's yeah. Up and... He's also the he's because he's like four different characters. He's like the narrator, and then he's Loveless, and then he's the yeah. the little Mexican <laughs> one. <laughs> Let me tell something to you. He's that to guy. You. Well, here's to the you. funny again. This this movie is once again. Um, uh, th- this is one more of those occurrences where there's a a song that is because of uh, because of a movie. Like I had never heard of the song "Somebody to Love" by Queen. Before that movie, what? I, really? Yeah, I I know, Dude. I know, I know. Man, I know it's weird. Mm. So I'm I'm watching the movie, and and I knew it was a song by Queen because you can just tell that it's a song by Queen, and I'm and I'm enjoying the movie or I'm enjoying the song. And so one day after watching it with my kid, I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna search for the actual song. I like that. I mean, it's it's really good, and Brittany Murphy is amazing in it. So I'm the, like, uh, so then I was like, I'm gonna, like, what was the Queen song that you 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 found in um, uh, Shaun of the Dead? <laughs> oh yeah, that you loved. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, what is that one called? Um, right. Uh, oh my gosh, what is that? What is that? Uh, oh, don't stop me now. Don't stop me now. There you go. <laughs> That makes me happy just watching the video. Uh, yeah, like again, I just I missed all of that music. I just missed it all. I mean, I, it was like I. Where were you I, for all that? Honestly, and this is this is true. And I'm not throwing my parents under the bus. This is just the way it is. Most people my age, their parents, while riding in the car with them, listened to what was popular at the time. And they were listening to 80s music. My parents, we okay. listened to NPR. I grew up yeah. listening to classical music and Prairie Home Companion and stuff. So it wasn't until I was old enough to make my own musical choices that I started listening to music. Um, like basically 15, 16, when I started driving and I was listening to the local rock station. So, I mean, like my first experience in music was like grunge in the mm. early nineties. And then the, in the, and then the, the post grunge rock and roll. So, so like, like guitar hero ex- opened my world to all kinds of music that I had just not <laughs> listened to. And so I'm playing along with these songs. That just and makes me so sad. Well, I mean, it's, it's whatever. I mean, it's, it's, it's just, the, it was just the way I was, I grew up. I don't. I don't feel better. I mean, honestly, I kind of like that because now at thirty something, I can oh, hear a you song. Can discover something. I can hear a song. Go. That song's amazing. And they're like, that song's forty five years old. I'm like, yeah, and it's amazing. Like because yeah. it's okay. fresh years to me. I'll give you that. So there's there's actually something kind of cool about that uh, when I get to discover a, a, a tune like that. So you know, again, most people look at me like, how do you not know that? I'm like, I just didn't listen to it growing up. So. <laughs> Um, 
Yeah. Anyway, uh, so there's that first clip. Um, second clip. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this is great. I love it. Honestly, I'm, I was worried how this episode, this recording was going to go. This is way better than what I thought it was going to be. I, Absolutely. I'm, I'm enjoying these tangents. You thought, you thought you were going to have to pull us through this thing, didn't you? Kind of a little bit, especially Andrew. Gosh. Because I think he's better than us with his Beats headphones and his Skittles and his, and his, <laughs> and his beard. He's not listening to me. He's actively perfectly, ignoring me, which is great. Perfectly coiffed beard. Yeah. He, I mean, literally, he's actively ignoring me on a podcast <laughs> where he's one third of the cast. He's literally doing something else. He is that bored. I don't blame him. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm sorry. Just... <laughs> Andrew, did you fall listening. asleep? <laughs> I ran across a video <laughs> of a guy singing a song called No F's Left to Give. Oh. And nice. he's playing a, a mandolin and singing this song. Uh, oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. The name of the song is No F's Left No F's. Okay. I get yeah. that. You should look it up. It, uh, it was good, interesting. Good. No, okay. I, I wasn't trying to ignore it. No, it's fine. You I, were just... I couldn't have, you were act- things. I think it's literally called clickbait. Yeah. Uh, I just <laughs> saw it and I thought, oh, that sounds interesting. I, I like what you you did. You weren't intentionally ignoring me. You were accidentally ignoring me, which is... <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know which is worse. That's what my students do to me all the time. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Uh, so this is um, more Christopher Plummer after Elijah Wood says what he says. Sometimes fear is the appropriate response. I like Christopher Plummer. He needs to be in more things. I know he's like a thousand years old, but he's also our Star Trek connection for this movie, or our, at least our biggest one. Um. Mm. I also like this. This is literally the only part in the entire movie where I smiled. And you owe me a cape. <laughs> I like that. And you owe me a cape. You owe me a cape. There you go. Mm. And I, this was the only quote that I wanted to get. I just wanted to get a little bit of John C. Riley on tape, so here we go. What's your brilliant scheme? We'll need a full barrel. There you go. We'll need a full barrel. That's it. And now for some more bad news. Ready? Uh, some trivia. There's some actually interesting trivia. Shane Acker first made uh, this movie as a 10-minute short while he was at UCLA 10-minute short, not 30, sorry. It was nominated for Best Animated Short at the Oscars, though it didn't win. Oh, wow. Okay. Acker was offered a chance to expand it on the feature, uh, which follows the basic same plot, same basic plot, but more characters have been added, and they have the ability to talk now, and the reason for the world's destruction is explained in more detail. Alan Oppenheimer plays the scientist responsible for the destruction of the world, so it seems very fitting that he is the cousin that, sorry, fitting that he's the cousin of Robert Oppenheimer, the father of the atomic bomb. Interesting. That's super cool. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of cool. Um, and I mentioned this earlier, the fact that Sanctuary is, in fact, the Notre Dame. So, and they, they, they call it, it burned down. Yeah. Oh, was that foreshadowed? Topical. I don't know. I guess 11 years in the future. Um, yeah, it's because it's referred to as Sanctuary in the Hunchback of Notre Dame. So, anyway. Sanctuary. Excuse me while I whip this out. Okay, geez, we're going to do movies that were originally shorts that got turned into features. Because that's what this movie was. So, Andrew goes first. Okay. Uh, I have Office Space, Uh, which was originally a short called Milton. Nope. Um, I have Coneheads, which was from... Of course, SNL. Yeah, skit. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. And yeah. we we kind of agreed earlier that 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 would also count. Um, that would work. Yeah, I'm yeah, fine with yeah. that. Yeah. And then number one, it's got any of them French fried taters? Oh, sling blade. <laughs> sling blade. I bet uh, you, if you had like a cold, you could really pull the. Get uh, the probably oh, could. Yeah. yeah. Hey, good. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Okay, Sam. All right, yeah. there we are. All right, I've got uh, my number three. Um, it's is also the sling blade, or some first one was called some folks call it a sling blade. Oh, I've got you. my Milton at number two, 
And I, I can't believe I didn't think of this first um, when I was looking for the, the, the list. Whiplash. Mm, yeah. Uh-huh. Coming from a coming from a short. I've never seen Sling Blade. I guess that's a movie I need to see, right? Yeah, it's a great movie. I, I actually don't know what it's about at all, except that Billy Bob Thornton's in it, and he likes French fried taters. That's literally the one thing... Uh, the only thing I know about it. It's just somehow it's a movie that completely missed me. And uh, I mean, you know, like there are movies that I like. I never, I haven't seen The Godfather, but I know what it's about. But it's like, how do I not know what Sling Blade is about? It's just weird. Right? Sling Blade's great. I, I, yeah, it is. I, it I, is. You're, you're missing out. I know I am. I think I just, it's Billy Bob Thornton's best role. Yep. I uh, agree. Dwight Yoakam is in it. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I forgot oh, about and it. He acts the snot out of it too. Mm-hmm. Like you, by, you want to, you want to hit him with a sling blade by the end of the movie. Good old Dwight Yoakam. Let's see. What Carl Childers, a simple man, hospitalized in childhood murder of his mother and her lover, is released to start a new life in a small town. Oh, okay. Dire- Billy Bob Thornton directed it. Yeah. Oh, well, good for him. Yeah, he was. He he did real well with that. And then he started carrying vials of blood around his neck. That's weird. Robert Duvall yeah. is in it. John Ritter. Oh, Dwight. I think it's on Netflix. Dwight Yoakam. Dude, if 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 you get a chance, see, but it's one of those movies though that it's it's a drama for sure. So no, no worries. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you got your your kid from Friday Night Lights on there, okay. and uh, oh yeah, yeah, it's it's on it's on Netflix. Is it? Right there. Okay. Well, yeah, maybe yeah. we'll do it for some time. Let's watch it for the podcast, for God's sake. Yeah, we can do it for Let's the show. It. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I'm. I'm not a, a against doing really good movies on here. Yeah. Um. We have done really good movies in the past. Um. We've done Oscar-nominated movies on the past. So I'll. I'll add it to the list. I'm just gonna kind of throw it here towards the end, and we'll find a place for it later. It's just. It's on the list. Um. Because we have a lot on the list right now. We're. We're good <laughs> until about mm, October. The list right now, nice. Um, or until they start taking things. Well, I mean, I don't know how much of this stuff is streaming. So, um, and several of these are just movies that a friend of mine, friends of ours of the show, have said, "Hey, you should do it." And I just threw it on the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, my three, I did District Nine. Mm-hmm. I saw that too. Uh, Frank and Weenie. I guess I should have. I didn't. I didn't clarify in our in our thing. I haven't seen the short for District Nine. I guess should I, if I if I would have made it that we had to have seen the short and the film, then I would have had one movie on this list, and it would have been Frank and Weenie. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I don't think I've seen any of the other shorts that the movies were based on. Um. So I just went with the film. Uh, so District Nine, Frank and Weenie, and then The Evil Dead because there's a short. That the Evil Dead's based off of, which we agreed pre-show we are going to do as a live uh, <laughs> review of the thirty-minute short shot on eight millimeter that Sam Raimi did for college. Sweet, uh, yeah. So I'm looking looking forward to, to watching that. The whole thing's on Daily Motion or YouTube or something. Uh, yep. Here we go. Now this. Wait, what's supposed to happen? We score the movie out of ten. Now, I, I'm not trying to encourage or discourage any numbers, but IMDb gives this movie a 7.1. What? What did people... mm. But again, maybe that... I still don't understand it. That might have been 10 years ago, 11 years ago when this movie came out, and people are just like, oh, it's really good. I mean, only only 128,000 votes have been cast, so... Back when the end of the world wasn't a thing that might happen. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, that's true. I guess yeah. I should go ahead and make my gloves now, huh? <laughs> there you go. Get your spectacles on. That will transfer the uh, the the soul. Yep, Andrew, or or what might be a soul in you? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I might have to borrow somebody else's, I guess, or something. <laughs> I can. I mean, I that's how I get freckles, right? Is by stealing other people's. That's very true. So. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. Uh, as far as the score for this, I am. Uh, I would like to give it a nine, just for sh- sheer <laughs> irony, but I'm not going to, because it doesn't deserve that. It visually was interesting. Um, again, the story was a little odd, a little off for me. I don't like Elijah Wood's voice acting. Mm-hmm. I just don't feel like it was right. Um, for this role, 
And I don't know. I just, it was a little boring. I'm just, you know, I'm just going to say it was just a little boring for me. So it left me feeling a little soulless. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to give it a 5.1. All right. Sam. I'm kind of a little, uh, well, like most of lately, I'm, I'm with Andrew in terms of um, visually, it's it's amazing to look at. But even in that, I find some flaws with, with some of the animation um, in the ways they use textures on the, the, the sock puppets or whatever they are themselves. Um, story, you know, we've seen it before, uh, you know, humanity socks um, type of idea. I, now that I've heard Elijah Wood's voice again, I just don't think it fits that character very well. And I just, even even the idea of the big strong guy was kind of a, a trope um, thrown in there. It just, it felt, it felt like I've seen bits and pieces of this movie everywhere else. And there wasn't a whole lot new to it, to, to me. I, I'm going to have to give it a 4.2 out of 10. Okay. I don't see what IMDb, I, I don't see the, I just don't see it. How they could, how the people could prop it up so far. And I blame, I blame Sean for that. That's fine. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't, yeah, I didn't, I didn't love it. I didn't hate it, but I didn't really even like it all that much. I was a little bored again and. Um, again, if you guys loved it and you think we're wrong, let us know. But yeah, we're we're trying to. Fi- I mean, I'd 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 love to f- yeah maybe to figure out why we're we're feeling maybe we're just so off for this movie. I don't know. Maybe we're because we've seen this movie better versions like Wall-E or Sky Captain: The World of Tomorrow or The Matrix. You know, I just yeah. um I just I just. Uh, it, this movie didn't do it for me, which is weird. But um, I like John C. Riley, and his number was five, so that's what I'm going to give it a five. <laughs> fair. Nice. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's going to be it for that for that movie for nine. So there you go. Go watch it. It's only an hour and like ten minutes of your time. Yeah, it's not that so long. Go, go watch longer, it, but it's not that long. Yeah, I think you should watch it. I think um, it's. Just just to put it into the context, this movie came out the same year as the Star Trek reboot and a year after Iron Man. Like, I don't know why, but I guess because the MCU's been around what feels like forever. Like, it, 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 like this movie, to me, I said this the same earlier. Like, for whatever reason, this movie feels older than only 11 years. Mm-hmm. It feels like this movie, if you would have said, hey, this movie is from 04, I would have believed you. And thought yeah, it does feel a lot older. I don't know. I don't know why. Maybe because the you know the the visuals are really dark and dirty, and I, I don't I don't know. But um, it did kind of online or in the trivia, it kind of compares itself to some of the other quote unquote adult animated films of the time, um, like Final Fantasy: The Spirits Within, uh, Karina: The Prophecy, and Beowulf. Final Fantasy: The mm. Spirits Within in '01 is a bad movie and Beowulf Mm -hmm. 07 is a really bad movie. I I did not like either one of those, especially Beowulf because Beowulf in 07, that's the start of the 3d, the 3d is coming back. Every chance they got, they stuck stuff in your face and it drove me crazy. And see, I'm okay with that. I I enjoyed that part. That's why I went to that movie was for the 3d. I, Avatar did it great. I was the target audience for that one. Yeah, I guess because I like I want to see it. I wanted to experience it, but literally it was like they they would throw spears at you for no reason than just to throw a spear at you. Or they're they're washing their clothes and then I'm gonna flick the water at the screen. I mean, it just felt like <laughs> we must remind you we have 3D. <laughs> uh, yeah, it drove me crazy. Anyway, that's fine. What are we doing next week? Well, I'll tell you what we're doing next week. This was, uh, I don't know if this was requested. I think it was. Um, um, it might have been requested by me. I don't. I honestly don't remember. 
We're doing Overlord next week. Overlord. Overlord. What is Overlord? It is the kind of World War II horror zombie action that came out in 2018. I think it's a bad robot movie. I think it's a J.J. Abrams produced uh, movie. I know nothing about this. This is going to be fun. Yeah, J.J. Abrams produced it, so this is a bad robot uh, movie. Interesting. Okay. And um, I remember when I saw the previews for this, I thought this looks cool, and it's JJ. It's got J.J. Abrams' hands all over it. Um, mil- a group of military sol- American soldiers find horror behind enemy lines on the eve of D-Day. And uh, Interesting. It, it looks creepy and scary, and I'm <laughs> all over it. So... There we go. Overlord next week. Not for the kids. Uh, so, Are you sure? Uh, well, it's up to you. But you're a bad parent. Uh, oh, oh. Not you, Sam. You're just a oh. bad person. Uh, so that's it. Okay. Uh, next week. There we go. Um, that's our movie. Uh, nice. Yeah. In any, in any case, so while you're doing that, while you're uh, waiting to listen to that episode, you can go to our website, cheapseatviews.com, listen to old episodes up to about episode 55. Um, so I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting there. I, you know, it's a long you're time. doing well, dude. Yeah, you know. Keep it up. Well, yeah, thanks. Keep up uh, the good work. I'm doing it all by myself. Uh, Facebook.com slash cheapseatreviews. <laughs> Here's my, my passive-aggressive uh, <laughs> nod to my cohorts. Uh, <laughs> Facebook.com slash Cheap Seat Reviews. Follow us on Twitter at Cheap Seat Cast. <laughs> Send us your emails to Cheap Seat Reviews at gmail.com. If you think we're wrong on this movie, let us know. Facebook is a good way to let us know. Twitter is fine too. Um, and if you have a review or a request for a movie you want us to do, just that's the, those, any of those ways, it's great. Leave us a review on iTunes if you want. It'd be great to actually have someone do that this decade. Um, yeah, it would be. And again, my call to action to you is please just share the episode, the show if you like it. I mean, again, I know people listen, and to it, which is kind of cool because I know one of my friends listens to the show, which I think is cool because he'll literally send me a text and be like, "Hey, you got this wrong, by the way." I'm like, oh, okay, thanks. Um, but hey, you listen, so that's I'm I'm good with that. So uh, anyway, yeah. So share the episode with someone that you know, or someone that you like, or someone that you don't like, and as punishment. Uh, in fact, next time you get a chance to sneak onto somebody's phone, that was really gross, Sam. Next time you get a chance to sneak on somebody's phone, you should just subscribe our show to their podcast feed. So Yeah, there you go. So on behalf of Andrew and Sam, this is Sean saying thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. be a cool way to like to prank somebody is like you steal their phone and then you just pull up a random podcast about like like sex talk or something like that and then make them subscribe to it i think that'd be hysterical there you go that would be good